I was like, oh my gosh, we're probably going to need to um, say, hey, we're taking a summer break. But um, I think it's been about a month. Has it been a whole month? Or close it was, to it, right? Yeah, it was right before, I think, Father's Day was the last time. So, yep. Ooh, good grief. I know, right? Well, I mean, I guess that was our summer break. I guess so. (laughs) We just do stuff unannounced. Unannounced and unbeknownst to ourselves, even. It's that part. (laughs) Because I'm a most podcasts, you know. Most podcasts. You know, the ones that are like real podcasts and whatnot, they (laughs) tell you. When they're taking a break, they have a plan. We have a plan. Yeah. There's no plans. There's no plans. It's all, we're just by the seat of our pants, our soft pants. Mm-hmm. By the seat of our soft pants. Um, <laughs> that is the title of this po- podcast. I, I called it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> this is it. Oh, my word. Yeah. Um, anyhow, this is uh, Wait, Tell Me Everything. Yep, it is. It is. I'm Andrea. I'm Kristen. And here we are. How is it, it today in Los Angeles? It is very hot. We're in the middle of um, what's supposed to be um, this July, the first of the July heat waves. Um, how are things in the ATL? Well, it is hot and humid as heck out here. Um, for the first time in a long, long time, I am actually considering getting contacts. Because this mask and glasses life. Oh, it's awful. Is not it. Um, My glasses are always fogged up. Um, I keep dropping things and bumping into things. I can't see. It's not great. It's not. It's not. It's not great. And like the way like I've like kind of positioned the mask, my glasses are falling off. It's just a whole like. A lot. It's a whole lot. So I had even bought these this little like drop solution that was supposed to be like you put it on your glasses and it kind of creates like a coating that helps them not fog. And yeah, no, that was a waste Mm -hmm. of money. Waste of money. It was a nice try. I thought Mm -hmm. surely someone has come up with a solution. Well, no. I mean, at least I I couldn't get it to work. So um, yeah. I've found that at work, I, um, it's a combination of, you know, leaving my glasses at my desk. Thankfully, I don't, like, I can, I can manage without my glasses, but I really do need them for, like, computer work and, mm-hmm. um, you know, so it's just, you know, when, and when there's no one in the office, we're allowed to take our masks off, but we all, we have a pretty small office 
And oftentimes there's as many as five of us in there at a time. And so um, <clears throat> we don't even have like cubicles, really. You just have stations that are next to each other. So when we're all in there, or even when just one of us or two of us are in there together, I should say, um, we have to have our mask on. So it's mm-hmm. just, it's a whole thing. And then we also at the hospital are required to have goggles on um, either either just goggles or if you wear glasses and have to wear them all the time, you have to put your goggles on over your glasses um, Mm. as an additional um, uh, piece of uh, personal protective equipment. So uh, there's, there's that fun. Also the management of all the additional things on your face on top of just your Mm -hmm. regular glasses. So it's um, yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot. I've never even considered but... contacts because, but that's actually such a good idea. I've never even thought about it because I've never, I've never in life considered contacts only because since I, right now at least, I don't have to wear my glasses all the time. And mm-hmm. I feel like I'd be really bad at, bad at it, like bad at sticking something in my eyeball. Okay. Let me tell you, <laughs> if I can do it, anybody can do it. You've Cause... had contacts before? Yeah, in college. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then sometime post-college, and then I switched back to them just, gosh. Mm, I guess since I, like, right before I met you, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't remember you ever not wearing glasses, so it had to have been not mm-hmm. that long after college and not too long before you met me. <laughs> so it must be that time somewhere in that small space of time. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. pretty funny. Yep, I just did wear contacts mm. for several for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just and it, what about with your allergies? Because I feel that's the other thing. Like I've never wanted contacts because I'm always, you know, like if I'm having an allergy attack, like my eyes are watering, they're itchy already as it is. Yeah, and that's part of the reason I stopped wearing them. So uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. So um. Makes sense. But um, I was like, yeah, it's it's getting hard out here. I might have to revisit that, but I don't know. I don't, I I like my glasses. I'm a glasses girl. Always have been, so we'll see. Yeah, I'd have to get used to your face without glasses on, then. (laughs) I'd be like, it's a whole other face. It is a whole other face. I have to, like, get used to it, because I... I'm I'm not used to it, so yeah, been a long and, time. And would you like see? Because when I have my glasses, part of the reason I wear my glasses a lot of the time, even though I don't necessarily need them all of the time, is because it also keeps me from having to worry about eye makeup. Like I feel like <laughs> I feel like I can like worry about my eyebrows and not like do the whole nine because I have glasses on, so it doesn't really matter. Do Do you feel that yeah. way too? Yes, that's the thing. When I wear contacts, I, like, full-on go with the makeup. Like, not necessarily. I don't like eyeshadow. I still have very sensitive eyes, so I don't do, like, a bunch of eyeshadow, and I cannot do eyeliner, which is hilarious to me. Whenever I get my makeup done, I tell the makeup artist, do not put eyeliner on me. My eyes are super sensitive. They will water. And I think they take it as a personal challenge. Right. And try to right. do it anyway. And I was like, this has been my face for 40 something years. Or right. how I know. 
I'm telling you, it's a thing. Don't right. believe you, and then they do it, and I'm like, okay. They're like, oh my god, you were right. I'm like, really? Yeah. Yes, I know mm-hmm. that. Imagine I'm right that. Because, because I am the expert on these eyes right here. Right. Like, I don't know what your eyes do, mm-hmm. but I know what my eyes do. <laughs> so it's oh just my gosh. ridiculous. It really is. That is just that's painfully mm-hmm. annoying. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. <laughs> I was like, why did you insist? I was like, I personally don't want to tear up and ruin the rest of my makeup and make this last right because then you're making everything run like mm-hmm. yeah like yeah. all the under eye concealer and all that stuff mm-hmm. like it's messed up oh my god yeah, so like, stupid. okay you just have more work to do later so okay yeah because sure. you're gonna have to come back and touch all this up because yeah. you insist mm-hmm. you insisted um so yeah Oh my word! So crazy. goodness, I know. Oh All my right, gosh, indignant. <laughs> yes, get to your news because oh I my told gosh, the girls so I, it would only be an hour, so we'll see how that. Oh goes. my gosh, why are you lying to those babies? Okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like... also it's also uh, V's birthday today, so like. They're out on date night. I told them to have date night. I'm with the girls. Oh, okay, good. And then they're going to do cake when they get back. So, yeah. So, I want to be able to do cake before. All right. Well, let's get to it. Because there's, mm-hmm. there's some news that we need to. I'm, I'm using current stories on news pieces that we missed because we missed them. But mm-hmm. we definitely want to talk about them. So, we're, we'll start kind of a little ways back and work our way forward. Um, My first news story is out of NBC News um, uh, by Tom Winter and Rich Shapiro. The headline is, Ghislaine Maxwell should be released from jail due to COVID-19, her lawyer says. Maxwell's attorneys requested um, a $5 million bail package arguing Ghislaine's Maxwell is not Jeffrey Epstein. Well, she's worse. Yeah, she's worse. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Nobody thinks that she's Jeffrey Epstein, but no, he's anyway. He's dead, right? Mm -hmm. So, so that's that's impossible. Um, So anyhow, so Elaine Maxwell, longtime Jeffrey Epstein confidant, accused of helping him sexually abuse underage girls, should be granted bail because of the COVID nineteen threat in jail, said her lawyer on Friday. Maxwell, 58, has been locked up at a federal detention facility in New York following her arrest last week on charges connected to Epstein's alleged sex trafficking network. In new court papers, her lawyers cited the risks of the coronavirus as one reason she should be released from jail to home confinement. They propose that she be freed on a $5 million bond secured by six co-signers and property in the UK worth $3.75 million dollars. Uh, her lawyers, Mark and Jeffrey, uh, Mark Cohen and Jeffrey Pegliuca wrote, the circumstances created by the COVID-19 pandemic will greatly increase her personal risk and prevent her from meaningfully participating in her defense. The request comes days after New York federal prosecutors ask a judge to keep her in federal custody until her trial, describing her as an extreme flight, flight. Yes. Yeah, extreme flight risk, extreme flight risk. Listen to this. The prosecutors wrote in court papers, Maxwell has three passports, large sums of money, extensive international connections, and absolutely no reason to stay in the United States and face the possibility of a lengthy prison sentence. Um, 
Maxwell was arrested last week at a secluded New Hampshire state purchased for $1 million by a limited liability corporation that shielded the buyer's identity. She was charged in a six count indictment, alleging that she enticed minors, some as young as 14 Mm -hmm. to engage in illegal sex acts with Epstein in the mid 1990s. Prosecutors say Maxwell played a key role in Epstein's abuse of underage girls, helping to groom the victims and encouraging them to accept his offers of financial assistance. She also participated in some of the abuse herself. Maxwell is locked up at Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn, just across the river from the federal prison in Manhattan, where Epstein died by, quote, unquote, suicide. Last Mm -hmm. August, (laughs) my quotes inserted, last Mm -hmm. August while awaiting trial on sex trafficking charges. Um, So the article goes on a little bit, but that's the long and short of it. Um, First of all, Let's. How about the fact that she's been in hiding and like she, another article I read said that she moved 36 different times in order to stay ahead of the law, essentially. She's on the lam. Right. <laughs> um, so she, she's already <laughs> shown that she can evade capture, evade the law enforcement. Um I mean, I don't even, like, what are we even talking about here? But put her in isolation. Put her in whatever. Like, she doesn't have to be with the general population. Just right. whatever. Like, this is ridiculous. This, I mean, I can't. If they let this woman, <laughs> and I use that term really, loosely. like, generously, super generously, yeah, very loosely and generously for her. Um, if they let her out on any amount of bail, I am just going to be fit to be tied. Like, that is... What what are we even doing here? Come on, folks. Um, So, yeah. So, that's what's going on with Killing Maxwell. It's insanity. She is... It's... It's almost like... I don't know which is worse. Like, because to me... And we've talked about a little bit about this offline. Like... There's Jeffrey Epstein, who in and of himself was a monster and disgusting. Um, but to have to be a woman and in cahoots with someone who's a monster and to be the one that um, that like helps, you know, because other girls like girls trust you more than they would like a strange man approaching yeah. them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what's worse. Like, that, honestly, like I feel more visceral to her toward her than I do even to Epstein in that I feel like so much of it would not have been possible without her. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so She's, it's just um, disgusting. Vile. And her apparently her father was a crook too and disgraced. And um, yeah, she's she's just horrible. And the fact that she has all these co-signers and, you know, she's a definite flight risk because of the people who the, she can provide information on. Of course. <clears throat> yeah. These are wealthy people, well-connected people that don't want their names well, out any more than they already are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm like, she's going to end up dead, too. So, that's just... I mean... I mean... <laughs> I mean, come on. If, you know, um, come on, people. Yeah, because I tell you, like that was the like the funniest thing. Like I, I have like a Facebook friend who's like 
former Republican in like Pennsylvania and mm-hmm. like when Jeffrey Epstein you know died she was like I have you know because she has like people like who are staunchly on both sides who are very mm-hmm. conservative very liberal and she was like man just looking at my timeline the one thing I don't care if you are conservative or liberal that you agree on is that he did not commit suicide <laughs> right very clear on that yes I mean <laughs> Yeah, no, it's hysterical. There was a meme going around at Christmas time, um, and it was like a, a Christmas tree, and it, like obviously it's not a real thing, but there was like an ornament that was uh, Jeffrey Epstein's face, mm-hmm. and uh, underneath and and carved into it's like a wood ornament with his face carved into it, and the writing underneath it said, "This ornament didn't hang itself." <laughs> <laughs> Hold on one second. Yes. Oh, this is where we stop to have a baby interrupt our stories. <laughs> what? It, what? It, come in here. Yes. What did I tell you I was doing? Oh. What did I tell you I was doing? We've all had this discussion with our mother at some point. Huh? Okay, so why are you knocking on the door repeatedly? You don't need help with your goggles right now. You're not swimming. Go. Close my door. I will see. Why does your goggles have eyelashes? Go, go. So many questions. I have so many questions. So Close many questions. Doors. Goodbye, little Goodbye. one. Goodbye. Love you. <laughs> okay. Oh, my word. She's like, I need help with this. I'm like, you do not need help with your goggles. You're, no one's going swimming right now. And I look at her goggles. They have, like, eyelashes. <laughs> what? What and why? Like I was just saying to the uh, listening audience, everyone has had this conversation with your parents where you're like sit, clearly doing something you're not supposed to be doing. And so then the question is, what did I tell you to do? Which is clearly the opposite of what you are doing. Right. And then and... the like sheepish answer because you can't think of <laughs> anything good to say because you don't really have a good reason. Oh, it's hysterical. Yeah, I was like, I can't with you you are doing the like most always again, I I all all the time and again time. I'm not even a parent so okay go on you were right. saying but you are an auntie no so yeah this yeah, ornament didn't hang itself um yeah so Jeffrey Epstein uh, did not commit suicide Gillian Maxwell is uh evil um in mm-hmm. every way and she should absolutely not be let out on bail there we go. Problem yeah. solved, America. Problem solved. I was like, Problem but solved. even if she was, I wonder if it'll be a situation again, either dead or Roger Stoned. Ugh, don't get me started on the Roger Stone. I've already had this. Nasia and I, Nasia just went on a angry tirade. <laughs> <laughs> Did she? And I was like, oh my God, I can't. Be-. I was like, but you know what? I can't believe it because... Oh, this, I can't believe right. it. Yeah. Now, at this point, is there anything it's like, it is, that we no, wouldn't believe? Nothing. There's no, nothing. No, that's what I was like. No, I was like, yeah. anything. Yeah. Not even trying to appear. Yeah. Yeah. The semblance of whatever. Yeah. No. Yeah. Separation of personal. Mm, and, no. No. Mm-hmm. No. No. Okay. So, what's your next article? Mm-hmm. I can't go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. It's a whole lot. Um, okay, this out of CNN.com, follow-up on the very sad story of Vanessa Guillain. Um, Army launches civilian review. 
of Fort Hood following Vanessa Guillen's killing. Um, and this is by Barbara Starr, who's a CNN Pentagon correspondent. It says, the U.S. Army is assembling a panel of four civilian consultants to review the command, climate, and culture at Fort Hood in Texas in the wake of the killing of Specialist Vanessa Guillain. Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy announced this on Friday. McCarthy announced the investigation following a meeting Friday with U.S. Rep. Sylvia Garcia of Texas, who had demanded an independent investigation into Fort Hood's handling of the murder of Guillain, one of... Um, one of Garcia's constituents. Other reviews are underway, but this, um, this one makes the matter outside of Army hands by bringing in outside consultants. The consultants' mm. names have not yet been made public. They're expected to spend five to 10 days on the base. It's not clear what the consultants could do regarding talking, regarding talking to civilians off base. While on base, they're expected to review previous command climate surveys inspector general reports, criminal military justice reports, and the sexual harassment and sexual assault response programs at Fort Hood. Um, which I think, like, this, I'm glad it's civilians. Like, I'm glad it's, so, you know, someone outside of the mm. military, people outside of the military. I think that's smart. But at the same time, these things that they're saying they're going to review, I mean, maybe the inspector general reports or whatever um, the, in the surveys. Um, but... I just be, you know, obviously, like the sexual harassment and sexual assault response programs, like I think it's neither here nor there. I'm sure they have sexual harassment and assault pr response programs that are, you know, to the, you know, like are by the book, like to the T, like what should happen, like the protocols of what ought to take place when someone has, you know, files a sexual assault or sexual harassment right. complaint. But that's like whether those obviously there's always something on paper that's what you should do the issue in question is what the hell is happening that, right. that you know that because clearly this is not these are not being followed so everyone has mm -hmm. something in place i mean i think really by federal law like everybody yes. has something in place that says you have to have a response to you know what what you're going to do and what are the protocols when this happens the but really you know what is actually happening on these army bases not just fort hood they're in, they're on the hot seat right now obviously because but it's of this. everywhere this is it's not, everywhere uh, yeah isolated to them this is just being highlighted because of the results but yeah i mean this is not so, new not new at all um and actually there's so many and um a couple of our uh, the true crime podcasts that i listen to have focused in specifically on the deaths of women um officers um, um, and other military personnel on bases that have been, you know, deemed suicide, deemed accidental. And then when a second, per, you know, private autopsy is done by the family, there's like a laundry list of evidence against the even, you know, like that look mm -hmm. like blunt force trauma, you know, broken bones, like all these different things that were not, um, you know, a suicide attempt and were not accidental. Um, so um, just going on with this specific story, uh, Guillain 20 was last seen in the parking lot of her barracks at Fort Hood on April 22nd, according to the U.S. Army Criminal Investigation Command, CID. Her remains were found June 30th, according to her family's attorney, Natalie Kawam. Guillain was bludgeoned to death with a hammer. Mm. I mean... Bludgeoned to death with a hammer in the armory, ro armory room where she worked. Her body was then transported from the military installation by her killer, 
citing details the family learned during a meeting with Army investigators. Sp- Specialist Aaron Robinson, a 20-year-old s- soldier. I mean, these also, they're mm. babies. All these people are babies, mm-hmm. so like 20 and 20. So, okay, so Aaron Robinson, suspected in the disappearance of Guillain, killed himself after mm. police confronted him in killing Texas um, on um, July 1st. Texas Rangers arrested another civilian suspect in connection with the case. Guillain was a small arms repair assigned to support, to support Troop Engineer Squadron 3rd Cavalry Regiment. A private first class when she disappeared, she was promoted to specialist effective July 1st based on time and service, according to Fort Hood. Mm. Robinson was a combat engineer assigned to A Troop Engineer Squad. At a news conference, Garcia said it would be up to Defense Secretary Mark Esper quote, to make that decision and to make sure that the Department of Defense does its job and does a full independent investigation. The purpose of this independent review is to determine whether the command climate and culture at Fort Hood and the surrounding military community reflects the Army's values, including respect, inclusiveness, and workplaces free from sexual harassment and the commitment to diversity. Mm. I mean, obviously they don't, but okay. Multiple reviews. I mean, like I could tell you that the answer to that is no, but okay. Multiple reviews are investigations into Fort Hood now underway. CID and civilian law enforcement are investigating Guillain's death. Fort Hood is conducting an investigation in in whether Guillain was sexually harassed. And an Army Inspector General investigation is assessing whether the climate fostered by Fort Hood commanders is supportive of reporting incidents of sexual harassment and sexual assault. Um, so uh, the, the final quote here, um, Millie, um, Mark Milley were questioned about Guillain's death during a congressional hearing on Thursday. Milley raised concerns that warning signs of serious trouble may have been missed. He says, I suspect, although I don't know, that there were probably some missed signals. And one of the key lessons that we've learned in other situations is when we do get early warning, it's to take action and take action swiftly and appropriately. Um, uh, so it's just so sad. Um, yeah. So sad. Such a, she's so, um, young and obviously young. like young and just like you know you know want like this doing this uh, thing where you're supposed to be safe you know yeah, what i mean you're like you're, you're your country are, yeah. are yeah. supposed to be external not right. internal not from the people that you're serving with serving with serving. right yeah um and like you know interviews with her family I, there was a few different articles with regard to her family which i just couldn't because it was just too much um yeah. But, like, they, like, shared, you know, like, oh, like, from a little girl. Like, she was, like, little and wanted to be in the Army. Like, it's so random, Mm. you know, like. But it was, like, something that she always, like, aspired to and, like, talked about. Like, you know, and, of course, it's, like, Mm. with little kids, you know, you, like, are usually, like, okay, whatever. But, like, she stuck to, like, she was, like, never veered from that. Um, And so the fact that she, like, you know, grew up and was doing the thing that she'd always wanted to do and serving her country um, <clears throat> and to, to have um, to, to arrive there, I'm sure, and have the, um, the disappointment of, of having to be sexually harassed and assaulted um, on your unit. Um, then the further um, dismay of having that, those, you know, bringing those complaints forward and having nothing done about them um, or, and, or worse, like receiving further harassment for having reported it. Um, and then, you know, and then to have it escalate mm-hmm. to this level of violence is just, I mean, 
it's horrible. It's just so sad. Um, So hopefully um, this will, you know, be a really big spotlight that kind of shatters um, what's Mm -hmm. happening there. And also there was another thing circulating um, because there was some like female officer who like tweeted uh, like an older lady. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. It was crazy. She was like, you know, she basically, I, I don't have it in front of me, but the tweet was basically like, you know. Um, what do you expect? What do you expect? You suck it up. You know, this is, that's how it is when you're a female um, and in the army. And it was like, whoa, like, okay, thanks for highlighting what the problem is. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because if, you know, if you're like, and she's like some old school, like old head, yeah. um, whatever. But I'm just sort of like, okay, well, if, if women like you are in you know, higher ranks, like feeling this way, then good Lord, what do the men think? Right. You know, like, and that if, is like, a very, I feel like old school way of doing it. Cause right. like, I think like, you know, when pe- women enter the, you know, into the workforce and high positions, it's like, you know, kind of like acting like a man as opposed mm-hmm. to being who you are and bringing that to the role and just, you know, but yeah, like it's a very old school, I think, way of dealing with it. Like, you know, suck it up, you know, don't do this, don't do that. And just blend in. I'm like, you whatever. Mm-mm. Yeah. But people lit into her. Oh, people did. People lit into her mm-hmm. on Twitter. Like it was, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But it was just like, honey, like we're, we're past mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a yeah. thing anymore. And that's honestly, it should have now. never been a thing. It's one thing to say, right? Like, oh, you know, like you know, you want to like, you know, have like have some things kind of like slide off your back or whatever. You can't like be bristle at every single little comment dudes yeah. make or whatever. That's one thing. But like sexual assault is not that category. Like I don't. I'm it's not, not gonna, flirting. Like, it's not. It's not like yeah, like right. wanted flirting or right. a comment. You know that yeah, like a violent. passing comment. Like it's yes, it's you're you have encroached on my my personal like I, my actual body. Like that's not okay. Yeah. Um, and in any scenario, uh, military or otherwise, like right. that's not you know. So yeah. No, 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 ma'am. No, thanks. No, thanks. Have all Uh, the seats. Okay. All of them. All of them. Anything else? One last thing, because of course we can't go, go. uh, Yes, we can. We can't go unnewsworthy without talking about the coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) Because today this is from two days oh, sorry mommy and daddy are still fighting here so <laughs> florida shatters single day mm. infection record with i mean this number single it's day. astounding single day astounding. infection record fifteen thousand three hundred new cases oh my word. This is from the Washington Post. Florida on Sunday reported. Well, I hope you all enjoyed your 4th of July. Oh, they they um, for sure did. Um, and now they're just not anymore. Um, they re- reported a record 15,300 new coronavirus cases, the most by any state 
in a single day and a bleak sign of the United States' failure to control the pandemic about six months after the first infection surfaced in the country. The staggering number was the result of both increased testing and widespread community transmission that has affected the state's population centers as well as its rural areas. It shattered previous highs of 11,694 reported by California last week, and 11,571 reported by New York on April 15th. So let's just, let's just be clear. Hey, stop doing all that testing and we won't have <laughs> all these cases. Yeah, exactly. And like the fact that they've broken New York's record from April 15th, which was when they were like in the throes. Yeah. I mean, like New York was the epicenter with like, mm-hmm. and you know, and so... Again, this whole idea that like, oh, New York is different because everyone's on top of everybody and the subway system and whatever. Maybe so, right. but guess what? Um, none of those things are in place in Florida, and yet they somehow managed to break that record. Right. That is absolutely insane. And people are leisurely out eating and drinking and on the beach. On the beach. Um, and I just, and it's, that's the thing. It's totally unnecessary. Like it's totally preventable, mm-hmm. except, you know, you want to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Natalie E. Dean, who's the assistant professor of biostatistics at the University of Florida, set, Florida says, with Florida largely open for business, I don't expect, expect this surge to slow. So here are some significant developments. Um, just a few bullet points. President Trump, on Saturday, I didn't know this, I, was, I only saw this article a little bit ago, wore a mask in public for the first time. What? Yeah, girl, I saw it. I don't know I, man, what, why. What, what's uh, what he's up to? I don't, I don't, I, I, don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what he's up to either. It says, what, well, this is what I think. It says, while visiting wounded service members and healthcare workers. So well, I'm I think they sure, made him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they made him do it. They're like, look, you can either come visit us at Walter Reed or you can stay your behind at the White House. But uh, we, mm-hmm. either if you're going to come here, you need to put a mask on. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, Louisiana's Democratic governor announced on new, a new requirement that most, peop- that most people wear a mask in public. I don't know what that means. It's like, what is that most? Like most as opposed to, like, why not everybody? Um, all. This, like, all people. Uh, the state's Republican lawmakers have opposed coronavirus restrictions. Come on, Louisiana. And then um, the White House has moved... The sideline, Anthony Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, with whom Trump has clashed over mask policy, state reopening strategies, and the use of anti-malarial drugs to treat COVID-19, the disease caused by the novel coronavirus. Novel coronavirus. I always want to say novel. The latest spike puts Florida at the center of the country's fall train pandemic response, highlighting the ongoing struggle of state governments to gain an edge on the virus Mm. as the White House maintains its largely hands-off approach. The seven-day average for daily new cases nationwide, considered a more reliable indicator of the virus's impact than a single-day total, has risen almost 165% over the past month. From 20,594 in the second week of June to 54,499 at the end of last week. The country's daily death toll also increased last week after months of decline. In the last week alone, Florida reported nearly 70,000 new cases, the most of any state. An influx of coronavirus patients is straining the Sunshine State's hospitals, and coronavirus-related deaths in the state are trending upward after leveling off in the late spring. 
Amid the soaring numbers, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has stuck mm. to an aggressive reopening plan because that is what you mm-hmm. do for your constituents when the, when the pandemic is rising. In addition to guests returning to Disney World, who are you yep. people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? I don't want to be at Disney World on a good day with all those people. No. But in the, during a pandemic? Mm. Oh, my word. In addition to guests returning to Disney World, state officials recently ordered schools to reopen five days a week in the new academic year, drawing objection from local leaders. I can't imagine why. The state is set to hold the Republican National Convention next month in Jacksonville at the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena, which is an indoor facility that seats 15,000. It's going to be like his rally where Herman Cain caught Rona. <laughs> right. And I'm sure many others, because mm-hmm. this is what happens when you're in the middle of a pandemic and you bring a room full of people together without any precautions whatsoever, because you can, because it's your what God-given right to put everybody in danger. Um Mm-hmm. So yeah, so sometimes I really hate the United States. We're ridiculous sometimes. <laughs> we are really ridiculous sometimes. Well, here's the thing, and you know, and you know that I am not one of these people who's like, you know, how like I hate it when there's like there's those comparisons of like the U.S. does this this way, but like Japan has the mm-hmm. whatever. Like, yeah, because we're just... we're totally different countries. Like yeah, in our yeah right. Like it. I'm like got it. Like I'm like that's if you like whatever. Like so that's not my thing. Like I'm not de- definitely not like a like U.S. like is the worst ever. But honestly, when it comes to this pandemic, it is embarrassing to me that what's supposed to be one of the most like advanced nations in the world mm-hmm. is has that somehow both sides have managed to politicize this at a level that is so ridiculous like this is just science folks like this is how viruses work this is how you contract any illness that's contagious. Here are ways to prevent that so that you don't that you don't do that and that you don't give it to somebody else because you don't mm-hmm. know that you have it, that you don't catch it yourself, that you don't bring it home to your family. Real simple. Like I it's and the fact that other we had we were not the first country. It didn't start here. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, we have the at least the benefit of saying, like, oh, you know, we've we've tried we've been trying to manage this, we you know, without any context. Mm-mm. No, several other countries <laughs> warned us, said, here's what to do. Here's what we did wrong. Don't do what we did. Learn, do it this learn way. from us. Learn from us. Learn from our mistakes. And we're like, nope, we got it. We're America. And, oh, my gosh. Um, it's So that, to me, really is embarrassing. Like, I really think that it's just one of those things that I just, I, I, I don't get it. Um, and... Um, yeah, it's it's awful. So the, the article actually goes on for a long time, several different examples or whatever. But um, it's it, this really should be uh, winding down and starting to be like, you know, declining and on the like way other edge of that curve. And we're nowhere near there. And it's all our own doing. And that's what's so stupid. Um, so, yeah, so. 
basically coronavirus folks nothing has changed (laughs) if not nothing else worse off than we were at at any of our previous recordings any of our previous reporting on this (laughs) nothing is different because people want to do do what they want to do and and um uh, and then the Mm people don't don't get me started on the people that are bringing god into this because i will lose my mind at the like the number of folks i was just watching some like video because alabama is on the rise now too Mm. people are all on the beach at alabama i mean not a mask in sight and then the guy i think it was cnn or i don't know where it was what actually i don't call me but whatever news network he was on he's interviewing people on the beach of course the news reporter has his mask on he's interviewing people like hey you know do you feel safe you know whatever and these people i was just like what in the world like they're just like oh yeah no i don't if i catch it if it's my time to go it's my time to go and i'm like really (laughs) first of all okay if that's how you feel for yourself that's fine but it's not my time to go it's Uh, not my time to go stop could you could you please stop like yeah because that's that's the part that like i feel it's so uh just dim dim just dim with it is that Mm -hmm. you think this is just about you and this virus as though you can't give it to somebody else who who's not ready to go who doesn't feel like that you know like Mm -hmm. life is so uh, frivolous that they could just like play with it or whatever, you know? So I, it's, I can't, <laughs> I can't, like, it's just, you know, and like, if that's God's plan for me and God, this is how God wants to take me out. And I honestly, in the middle of watching this was like, this is like survival of the fittest in action. <laughs> like, this is like watching, mm. like, I mean, really like who, what, <laughs> Like, okay. Like, and so that's how you're going to die. Maybe take a bunch of other people out with you, but what do you care? I mean, it's just, it's mind blowing. It's really mind blowing. Uh, so anyhow, um, that's newsworthy girl. That's all I got. All right. That was a whole lot. <laughs> it's a whole lot. It's, it's, a whole usual. Lot. it's a whole lot. I hate us sometimes. We are the worst. Um, but yeah, okay, so here's the foolishness. So, lots of foolishness going on this week. So, for Viral Vox, and we have like some things that kind of culminated that's been going on for a little while, so I'm gonna talk about those too. So, the Viral Vox, I don't know if you've seen this, but Jill Scott is trending. Have you seen this? Oh, because of the dude who Mm -hmm. made them. Okay, Mm -hmm. yeah, go tell us about it. Okay, so Kyle Kiro, who is a apparently a football player, but not really. He signed, but kind of he ain't gonna be on the field on Sundays. Even if everybody was on the field on Sundays, he wasn't gonna be on the field on Sundays. <laughs> okay. um, so <laughs> that's you know because people he you know this so yeah we don't know you. Um, so he quote he posted the following on Twitter. People are attracted to Jill Scott, question mark. And then he continued. He's like, and by no means is she ugly, but y'all really sexually aroused by her, huh? And then I guess people 
started tweeting him and he was like oh so it's an energy thing got it so that was him so the first thing I saw was <laughs> a woman who got all of his tweets together and she was like Kyle Carroll got on Beyonce's internet and questioned how anyone could be attracted to Jill Scott like he can't fathom that a plus size woman can be physically attractive and sexy fat phobia is real so that was like her response and I just saw it because I was like on Beyonce's internet ha 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 that was funny Um, so people lit into him to the point he like erased his twitter for some point at one point right uh, he brought it back. Or he was like, I tried to explain my tweet after realizing how poorly it was worded and conveyed. I didn't grow up on Jill Scott, so it's news to me that she was a sex symbol and I just tweeted stupidly. It was best to just delete it and take my ill. And so after that, I was still like, mm, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no. You, sa- you said what you said. You said what you said for a It wasn't like it was like open to interpretation. It wasn't like he made like a vague statement. That you had to like read into, <laughs> right? And he was, like, was real clear. Yeah. So, like, the funny thing is, guys, you know, there's a discussion about this on um, in this Facebook group I'm in, and I was like, it's so amazing how we could all see the same thing and like think about it differently. And someone was like, well, that's just his preference. But I was like, but nobody asked him, right? No one asked him. Why are you bringing up Jill Scott in the first place? Like, ask your friends, ask your boys. Like, don't like why? Why like put this out there? You know, you know, for this woman just because she's popular, you don't understand. And it, it is basically everyone knows. Like, people are sexually attracted. What? Why? What other reason would it be than because she's a big woman? Right. So he, yeah. yeah, it's it's real clear. Like I mean, yeah, the, even the, the like sort of yeah coming back with this half-assed apology, mm-hmm. um, you know, because you're basically trying to say that's not what you said when it is exactly what you said. When you said what you said. Mm-hmm. So he has gotten schooled over the days. Um, yes, and Jill Scott like brought us and was like, "Oh, I'm trending," and then like, <laughs> so it's like oh, okay, thank for all the compliments I appreciate it and then was like yeah Brianna Taylor's um, killers are still has not been arrested so let's hey, focus on that hey, and not on whether yes. anybody finds me attractive come on or not. Jill come yeah, on Jill, Jill I, you know I was like Jill is gorgeous first of all gorgeous and I was like <laughs> one thing I don't feel she's concerned about is finding a man so <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Let me tell you what Jill never needs to be alone. <laughs> what me, I said, let me tell you what Jill never needs to be alone. She's, right. she's good. She's good. <laughs> she's good. Yeah, I think mean, like she's if she maybe if she wants to be, but not because she's if got to be. She wants to be. And like to the point where Chad Ochocinco, which is hilarious, he was like responded. He's like, attracted to is an understatement. I'd walk over a bed of six-inch nails barefoot just to say hello in person. See? <laughs> okay. Listen, okay. So homeboy came back with an apology, which I was like, I'm sure he came like four hours later or something, that he's talked to some PR people who kind of was like, dude, mm-hmm. no. Say this. Yes. Say no, this. We've written it out for you here. 
Yeah, so you can tell by even just the thing. He's like, first and foremost, I would like to apologize to Miss Jill Scott. The topic of your beauty should not have been shared over social media for public discourse. See, you didn't write this. Um, you didn't write this. <laughs> that ain't you. You didn't write this. First you, don't and foremost, need- you didn't write this. First and foremost, you don't know how to spell foremost. How about that? Oh my god. There's truly no there's truly no excuses or explanations to be made. My comments were distasteful and unbecoming of a black man to speak negatively of a black woman under any circumstance. Second, I would like to apologize to all of those who were also offended by my post. I am aware of the layers of hurt I peeled back in my words. No, you're not. I -hmm. had no intention to make people feel less than, but that's simply not good enough. Intention does not equate to impact. I am aware of how much I like you did not write this. Okay. I I like to thank his publicist for being so well spoken. Yes, I am aware of how much more important one's impact is than their intention. Knowing this, I still offended a large number of people, and for that I am deeply sorry. I will strive to do better and will utilize what platform I have to promote positivity and empowerment within our community, particularly black women. Miss Jill Scott just did this so gracefully by taking my foolishness as an opportunity to shed more light on the injustices against Breonna Taylor. And I hope to only follow in her footsteps. Sincere, sincerest apologies, Kyle Kiro. So his pu- well, okay, his publicist is clearly <clears throat> a black woman, and she was like, yes, "What you're and- not going to do today yes. is disrespect Miss Scott. Jill Scott." <laughs> yes, and yes. you see how like it changed from Jill Scott to Miss Jill Scott. Yes, oh yes, so you are not going to respect our queen, Miss Jill no. Scott. That's what you're not going to do. So that's I what you're not going to do. Cracked up. So she like yes. Know, Thank you for the black woman who is your publicist, who's clearly uh, very articulate, and is earning every cent that mm-hmm. you pay her. Because that, that's a perfect response, yes. although we know you didn't write it. Even though so, we know you didn't write it. Yeah, that was an apology. Yeah. She earned like, hers. She earned her money. Mm-hmm. Pay her an extra little 10%. Right, right. And, and she got to deal with your behind, so yeah. Right, well, yeah, you need to give her all the money because she got to mm-hmm. deal with you still. Okay, so all right, so that was the viral box that was that just tickled me so much. Hysterical. Um, so wait till me everything. So the big mm-hmm. thing, of Jeez. course, is um Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh god. Uh while we were on our hiatus, um singer August Alcina came out and basically um his he had a new album coming out, it's out now, um, that he had an um a relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith, um, that Will knew about it, um, and that it went on for a while and basically he seemed real hurt and, you know, heartbroken about the whole mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And proceeded at, you know after that was people going he lying or mm, he looks to her he is not lying you know mention mm-hmm. of their supposed open marriage all this blah 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 um denials in the press and the thing that brought so many people so much joy is that jada was like there's healing that needs to be done i'm bringing myself to the writ to the table and so everybody's like, "Word, okay." So when she said that, right, you kind of knew. Oh yeah, 
that it was a conversation. It was true because otherwise, yeah, yeah we're not going to put ourselves out we're not like to, that yeah, for a gonna, lie. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to respond to this. We don't need to respond. Justify it with a response, right? Right. And the red table, it's, for anyone who doesn't know, is her little uh, Facebook uh, watch mm-hmm. uh, show that she does where people come and um, it's kind of round table interview style. Mm-hmm. And it's it usually of- it's her, Gammy, and Willow. Yeah, and it's real touchy-feely, like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, okay. just Yeah, so different topics. And I like some of the topics. Some of them I'm just like, mm, yeah. They had one about intra interracial adoption. Oh, interesting. Which was good. And it had, um, what's her name? Kristen Davis from um, hmm. Sex in the City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then um, there was another one with Ellen Pompeo where it wasn't about adoption, but just like raising black children. Mm, so okay. those were like good, you know, because she is like a really woke white woman. Um, mm. So That's interesting. And, yeah, who walks the walk? Because like when some, you know, she actually talks about, you know, pay, you know, inequality among white, um, white and black actresses and all that kind of stuff. So she kind of uses her um, privilege. Forget so okay, Ellen Pompeo. Uh, yeah, so always liked her, and nice. then you know knows a lot, but doesn't pretend that she knows everything, and okay. that you know she still has room to learn. So she's she's I like her a lot. So oh, um, like yeah, so it was very interesting. Um, so usually Red Table Talk comes out on Monday. Um, Red Table Talk didn't come out till I think about Friday, Thursday or Friday. Um, so people are like, uh, what in the world? What's taking so long for her to take to put up, you know, mm. a table and some chairs in a chair? What's taking her so long? What is I taking know, it's, so it's not, long? It's not a complicated setup. It's, it's not, not a complicated setup. So we're like, what in the world? So apparently, there it was a it broke a viewing record, oh, more wow. than twelve million views in less oh, than twenty four wow. hours. Less than twenty four hours. Jeez, that's crazy. Right. Right, that's actually so, a little, uh, a little disappointing. <laughs> I know I was a problem because I wanted to hear it too. So oh um, yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm a part of the problem. I realize this, but yeah. So she went on and admitted that they had a Lord an entanglement. Oh, which the entanglement. Will was like a relationship. Uh, <laughs> stop calling it entanglement. Right, uh, and not only that. I thought Will still left her, let her off the hook by just saying like we had a relationship because even that they were is, married still it was an affair you're married and you had you you had a relation a sexual relationship with somebody else by any definition that's an affair at the very least mm-hmm. uh, in the strictest terms you cheated on your husband mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean so like even the fact that he was. He allowed her to just let it lie at a relationship as though, like, that was even, like, a thing that, you know, like, I was like, mm-mm. Yeah, and the nope. thing is, apparently, from when they kept talking, <clears throat> he has had indiscretions as well. Sure. Um, so, yeah, they, yeah, their whole, like, But, you know, I just want to hold, because I really do feel like, because it's it was the other way around, like, the woman having, in this, in this scenario, the woman having the affair, um... You know, like, I think Will gave her a lot more space than women would have given him 
if he had been like, oh, entanglement, oh, I'm in a relationship, you know, and folks, oh, would, yeah. have, like, folks would have been like, no, you cheated on her, da, 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 you, you know, like, so it was like, no, we, neither one of you should be letting it lie so lightly because it is what it is. It is what it is. And my whole thing is even deeper than that. I was like, just, well, in just hearing her talk throughout the years, like she's, I think they both are. They're, and most actors and actresses are like, they're total narcissists. Sure. But also, she's a predator. Like, oh, this is a clear example of predatory yeah. behavior. And no one's really calling that out. So, you know, I, I did see a couple of people um, post about it. Um, and I, I was like, because as I, I, like, I watched it. Um, and I was like, when, when she, they, because I don't know anything about it other than the rumor, you know, that people were talking about, but I hadn't looked into it any further than that. But then when I saw that the red table had come out, I went ahead and watched it just to catch what was going on. And I was like, Oh, this dude, August came to you broken. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, and they both every, like they both openly agreed that he like Mm -hmm. showed up like broken and, you know, first of all, he's their child. Friend. friend right so He's first of, like that's not even talk about the age the age thing is like mm-hmm. it's it's its own category she's almost of, 50 he's like yeah. in his mid-20s mm-hmm. right so there's that um but then he's hurt you know and mm-hmm. presumably coming to her for like whatever her like therapy thing is that she does or whatever for so them to like get like she he was on the red table talk i think last year but also mm-hmm. like you know they're in these positions of, you know, like act, they have access, they have mm-hmm. money. Hey, my friend needs help. We're going to, you know, use our resources to help him. Like I mm-hmm. see pictures of him, you know, from the past year or two or whatever during this time. And he was like sick. Like he was not well, did not look well. And like, she totally was in a position of power and totally took advantage of him to heal herself which was some like that just ill, ill. yeah it's so awful I mean you know to take a, somebody like that who's like in a vulnerable position vulnerable who's yeah. co- coming to you for help who you are helping and that's as far as it should have gone but then to as the adult like you said the adult and the person in the power position take advantage of that to the point where he clearly was this was not just sex for him mm-hmm. um like it like it oh. from for, like from what he his his countenance is one of he caught serious feelings oh yeah and thought that you know i thought as a 20 something might think that this is she like loved him. this is love mm-hmm. and this is what this is going to be something because y'all are done or whatever it is you were calling yeah. it when really it turns out you then decide, no, we weren't done. We're just on a break. Mm-hmm. And and I'm caught in the... This is why you don't date when you're separated. No. Because there's always room for... Recon- I always feel there's room for reconciliation. Yes. And you're... Because you're... Like, you're not untangled yet. No, so and the fact that you are that calling space. it a separation... Yes, exactly. The fact that you didn't just go ahead and get divorced... Is means that there's which room. you could right. easily do, which you could easily do, which especially in California, no fault state. Um, mm-hmm. So 
the fact that you anybody not just the smiths but any couple the fact that you decide to separate rather than divorce it especially in today's modern world where there's not the stigma of whatever on it like it's not 1950 or whatever um the fact that you're allowing it to sit in a state of separation rather than divorce is a fact is is just a pointer to oh this isn't really over or there's possibility that this isn't really over um Uh and so what sucks is if you're uh 20 something and broken and in need of um healing from whatever it is that you have got going on and somebody express you know if somebody shows you affection and love and whatever you don't know you're not mature enough and you're not um healed enough to know the difference that oh maybe I shouldn't get involved in this because they're only you know they're only they may only be on a break right. like you don't have the wherewithal or the relationship experience or anything of that Mm-mm. to know that that's probably this probably isn't a good idea and you definitely don't mm-hmm. seem to be in a like spiritual space where you like would know that maturity wise either so on every level this guy was just a pawn and it's really it's really like it's awful like it's just awful Mm -hmm. um that she um just used him and um and you know and to me like that was the most that was the most awful thing about the whole red table to me was that she and will even though will was was about them it was about them even though will was clearly like super uncomfortable the whole time um right which I which I got which I get but like mm. but it was this sort of like look at us like look at our camaraderie and look at how far we've come and you know mm. uh fist pounding and all this sort of thing and I'm just like you guys no acknowledgement no yeah. acknowledgement of you guys like ruined this dude and even her thing was sort of like you know uh, he stopped he's, hitting me back he stopped hitting me back what and I'm like I yeah what, you just crushed this dude and yeah. and you talking about you're talking about it as though he didn't have like you know like like of course he's not like yeah like he at least at least now he has the wherewithal to be like you know what no we're good like you know like if mm-hmm. if nothing else i i hope that he at least seems to have and i hope that he like permanently has like learned this lesson of like this is, you know, like this was not this was not what you thought it was, and you still need to hold out for like the real thing because that wasn't it. Um, yeah. So it's so it's so awful. Like it's so awful. Like that to me was the the hardest part to watch was watch it from the perspective of the person that's been um, kicked to the side, literally. Um, it's it was very sad. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Mm, so, mm, mm. thank you. That was that. That was that. That's um, an entanglement. My ass. Uh-huh. Thank you. I was like, <laughs> oh, it's just disgusted. Okay. So, next thing. Um, so, Hamilton. Oh. Uh, can I just say, I. And so, like, I, I really do want to watch it again. Um, I've, I only got, I've only seen it the one time now uh, when it dropped last week. Uh, I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. And I'm a little obsessed with it. And I see now why and... everyone has, has, I see now why everyone has been obsessed. 
not that I ever questioned it, but it's sort of like, oh, I finally got to like experience it for myself. Yeah. And you know how I feel. I was like, I try not to live my life with regrets, but that is, that is truly no. my one regret. Okay. I have that same regret. And, <laughs> and I'm just like, we just didn't know. We didn't know. Yeah. So tell, t- friends, t- tell yeah, the story. That Alec, first of all, I'll start here. Alexander yes. Hamilton is my favorite founding father. Like I have pictures of him. I've declared this many times. I like when I was a teacher made my student we did the whole Alexander Hamilton versus Jefferson thing and I was very biased um in Mm -hmm. in in Pennsylvania when I went to Philly I have a picture next to the Hamilton statue like Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous like I I read the autobiography like not the autobiography the biography not the autobiography autobiography, I have special access to an autobiography yeah no, but um, <laughs> some of his, he has writings, whatever, but we've yes. all, you know, had to read them in school. Um, mm-hmm. But, <laughs> we sure. them. Um, but you know, like I read like his biography. It was great. Well, I'm a history nerd. So I've read yes. many his John Adams biography is very good as well. But um, yeah, so I was just like, you know, always like he is the most um underappreciated uh, founding mm-hmm. father that we have had he did so much <laughs> so i'm going on it i like right now it's but this like- is hysterical you guys though because first of all i can vouch for it like kristen's been talking about hamilton <laughs> the hamilton the man hamilton the founding father for the in, for, as long as i've known her um like well over the the decade that we she and I have been friends I so this is not like she is not like she's not like I'm not a bandwagoner here she's not a bandwagoner she's not coattailing it in any way like she if anything started this I have teased her for years at the fact that she even has a favorite founding father oh yeah, that's not really a thing, but right. for her it is. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so this is like a long-standing known thing, <laughs> and so I just need to put that out there into the interwebs. Like Kristen hey. knew Hamilton; she called Hamilton out well before Lynn uh, Miranda ever did. Thank so. you. I just don't have the talent for songwriting. Right, and, she can't uh, rhyme. <laughs> she can't yeah, rhyme to save her life. No. Um. Yeah. Uh, so um. <laughs> So my 39th birthday, which was 2015, we yes. went on a girl's trip to New York. And yes. one of the items on the itinerary, the very packed itinerary, was to go to a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. Um, I did some research before, as I do. And, okay. And um, I saw Hamilton. It was mm-hmm. in, like, they're workshopping it. And I, it, know, was like, like, it, it was like off-Broadway. Yeah, yes. and so I was like, oh, I would love to see that. But then I was like, okay, again, I get teased about this. Nobody wants to go see this. So we ended up going to see Chicago with Brandy, which was also very good. And so yes. then we leave, and the next year, it becomes a thing. I yeah. was so mad. 
Oh, so and then okay. she like, at some point in the middle of that, you confessed to me like, oh, like you mentioned, like in passing, it wasn't even a confession. You're like, yeah, there was this other show about Hamilton, but I didn't want to make like everybody like see this one thing that like, you know, it's only really interesting to me. And I was like, girl, it's your birthday. Like, let it, And then I make- thought about that. I was like, I dragged y'all all around New York City. Like, right. so I was like, I could have done one more thing, but I was right. like, I felt like this is where I drew the line. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, she drew the line. At Hamilton, y'all. People would <laughs> like, rather... We would have been like one of the first people in America. Yeah. Yes. I was like, <laughs> they would rather see Brandy than some unknown person uh, do a play about my mm, favorite father. Mm, mm. So yeah, so I was just like, it was. It's just one of those things that just drives me crazy still. It's, but so, but if, and, and if then, we had a time turner. We oh had a my time gosh. turner. You better be lucky I don't have a time turner. Because that would be the time that I that would, would be that oh, was like, would that is right back. really sad. I would go right back to that. Um, which yeah. is like crazy. If so, we had time yeah. turner, we would use it for that. Absolutely. And the thing was, you know, since it's been out, I've been either too poor. And also, I like to, I can spend money on some things, but there's a limit to what's acceptable to me. So $400 for a ticket to a play that I have to travel to and have, you know, I was like, that's too much. So I just never, so this was my first time seeing it. This was my first time seeing seeing it. it. You know, we tried to do the lottery. We didn't get it. We did. Oh my God. We tried hard with the lottery. And I was actually supposed to see it in May here. Uh, We had tickets and everything, but um, did you just say cake? Hold on. (laughs) Is your mommy back? Oh, wait. Oh, okay. I'll be in there a little bit. Yeah, I okay. already seen Kathy's birthday. Okay, I missed it. Okay, alrighty. All right, we gotta wrap up. Because <laughs> this is gonna keep going on. Is somebody saying cake, or am I just losing yeah, my mind? Yeah, she's saying it's happy birthday. They've already said happy birthday. So. Okay, got okay. it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, go on. Uh, so, yeah, I was supposed to see it here in L.A. at the Pantages in, mm-hmm. in May. We had tickets a whole nine. And um, obviously, thank you. COVID-19, yes, um, that got canceled, that got postponed to September and then canceled altogether um, as, mm. the, as the months wore on. So thank you, everybody who's not wearing a mask, because I didn't get to see Hamilton live and um, have had to only see it on Disney+, Plus, which I have to say, it's pretty dynamic. On- even, yeah, it's <laughs> even, still even fantastic. Just, yeah, so I was like, I can't imagine how good it is live. Um, because yeah, like it was, it's pretty spectacular just on my, you know, 49 inch screen or whatever it is. Um, so yeah. So yeah, Disney plus, so they saw a 64% increase in downloads because of Hamilton. Right. Um, and then over the, over the last four weeks, it's been a 72% spike. So the president is very happy about that. Oh, yeah. And means great things for of them. So if you haven't seen it, thank you, Verizon, for my free year of Disney. Thank you, um, Verizon, for me too. Yes, because I would yes. not have Disney Plus otherwise. Yep, I sure would not have. So that's been fantastic. And like the girls love it too, although um little one thinks it's a little too long, which it is long, but you know, for a seven year old, it's very long. And so sh- but um, you know, when we took the quiz, I was King George. Um, and I was he Hamilton. Is, yes. Oh, wow. He's, he's, 
but King George is like really one of my favorite parts of the show. So oh, I was he's like, so funny. And you know, that's the guy from uh, Mindhunter. Which guy from Mindhunter? Like the main, like detective guy, the young one. What? Yes. No. Shut I was your like, mouth and say it. Because <laughs> I kept like seeing him, and I was like, he looks really familiar. He looks, and that's who it is. I was like, he did look familiar, but I just couldn't place him. And I'm, I'm, I'm so bad at that game anyway, placing people yes, you that are. I just, mm. yeah, that I'm just like, okay, I just don't know. Oh, I finally shut had up. to Google him, and I was like, that's the man. That I'm totally going to rewatch it now with that in mind. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're obsessed with his songs. So, like, we're girls, like, I'm leaving. So, we went and had, like, final, they wanted treats, their final treats before I left. Mm-hmm. So, they're like, we, we, you know, we were like, da 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 da. da. <laughs> so, that's been like the thing. That so is we terrific. To the songs, and we were like singing at the top of our lungs. And I think they've only seen it twice. Like, I've only seen it twice, but like, we know like the songs. So, oh, it yeah, was, they're very catchy. Mm-hmm. So catchy, so awesome, Hamilton. Yes, good love job. Loved it. Yes. it. You know their criticisms. I was like, this is not a biography. No, um, it's a musical play. So nope. of course there's going to be not license. History 101, right? It's yeah. not like if you want to learn more about the story, like read a book. Up, pick up the book that it's based, the biography mm-hmm. that's based on. Again, mm-hmm. excellent. excellent. So yeah, like yeah, there you go. That's there that's you what you it. do. There you That's have what you it. do when you want the full story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, David Diggs. I love him. He's amazing. He's so good. And the fact that he plays both uh, Jefferson and Lafayette, I think, is terrific. So a few uh, of them switch, play double roles. Yeah, a few of them play yeah. def- double roles. But I love the, like, even just, like, the whole... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, juxtaposition, you know, like that it's those two particular characters yeah. and how they sort of play, you know, like it's really cool. Yeah. He's excellent. So he totally deserved that Tony. So oh, great man. job. He's kind of yeah. quirky in person. You um, met him? Yeah, you know, he was just over the other day. Um and yeah, he's a little strange. Now, um he there's the court- <laughs> He um they have a thing on there that's like a 45 minute like thing with a cast with Robin Roberts interviewing everybody like okay. right now. So uh-huh. it's like cur- current day interview with everybody from the cast. Uh-huh. Um, and so, um, yeah, you know what? He's a, he, th- he's a little bit like his character on Blackish. That's what makes. Yeah, I can see that because I feel like everyone's kind of character. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's okay. um that so that was interesting. So um so yeah, but I do he's so good. He's so good. And I love Leslie Odom Jr. I've been I've been oh, loving yeah. him for a long time. So yeah. So it was amazing. So you should definitely check it out. Yes. Um loved it. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. Um so the last thing is, you know, kind of the set. Make sure I mentioned that. Um, so on Wednesday, um, authorities confirmed that Ni- actress Naya Rivera um, was mm. missing after her four-year-old son was found alone in a boat. Yes. They, they were on Lake Piru on an outing. Um, mm-hmm. As of right now, she's presumed dead. Um, they found her personal effects. I think they said in her car. Uh, but they've you know searched 
um, the waters. They did sonar, and they're expanding their search to kind of buy um, cabins and land as well. But they're like they haven't, you know, seen any traces of her. So they just don't know. Um, He was like, you know, it could be, you know, in the next few days or months. They're like, we don't really, you know, know. Um, And someone kind of pointed out the depths of um, the lake. They're Uh like, it's as deep as the Empire, uh, the Statue of Liberty. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, it's, you know, it's a kind of a massive undertaking. And apparently... There have been other deaths um, there in recent years, and hmm. the families were saying that they needed to um, put up signage and some warnings mm. um, regarding, like, some. This one said some, like, is it, I, don't, I don't know, lake terms, like tide pools or something um, that would happen and kind of sweep people into riptides. It, riptides, there you go. So, yeah. I'm like, not tide pools are not dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was like, I feel like tide pools are like the waiting water. Tide pools are for like looking at sea urchins. Yes, that's why I knew, I, I hey, I knew it was wrong, but I yes. did not know. The I was like, no, no, wait a minute. Um, yeah, it's so yeah. sad. I heard, how old so is her sad. little boy? It's only like. He's four. Four, right? Oh, gosh. Yeah, she's um 30. She was 33 or is 33. Don't know what happened, but again, like, you know, it's presumed. Um, that she's died you know people are saying that you know maybe she was watched you know people are just you know hoping for you know against you know what usually happens just hoping for the best Mm -hmm. but yeah um so yeah so very sad she's been in the business for a very long time um Mm -hmm. she was in like smart guy um and she was in, I want to say that this was her, I need to confirm, but I think so, on Family Matters, Little Richie's Little Girlfriend. Oh, interesting. I, I yeah. I, that's, I would not remember that. Yeah, I think she's, you know, some Disney shows, and so she's been in Well, she business. was really known recently for her, for her Glee. role on Glee, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a big that's deal. That's the thing that, you know, kind of brought her to more... Claim, yeah. but she'd you know, been acting like I said, and it was all that. Other oh, stuff, yeah, but yeah, but it was Glee, um, that kind of made her like mm-hmm. the household name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's so sad, just the yeah. image of this little boy on a boat by himself, yeah, is, uh, startling. And then just the her family like going to the place, like there's pictures of her oh, mother, her mother on just, the shore. Just heartbreaking. Just heartbreaking. I can't. I can't. Um, like you know, her, you know, her father, her brother, her ex-husband. You know, we're all, you know, out there. So, you know, just, yeah, mm, just it's devastating. Ter- yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll be updated on that. But as of now, you know, it doesn't look good. So it doesn't. Yeah. That poor mm-hmm. little boy, too. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, he's four, and it's like, I don't know, it's like that age where you're like, you may not remember much of this, mm-hmm. or you might. Like, you know, like, it's like four is sort of like that in-between, like, yeah. you know, like, you could really retain some of this, like, in terms of, like, the actual memories of it, which is so sad. Yeah. So, oh, uh, okay. 
Yeah. So, okay. All so right. that's that. Um, well, let's get personal. Let's get personal. Um, okay. So since we last recorded, I have turned a whole year older. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a lovely surprise uh, Zoom birthday party. Mm-hmm. Which is so exciting. Um, my Our good mutual friend, Annette, organized it. And she had mm-hmm. dinner and a drink ordered for me that was delivered to my house. And mm-hmm. then a surprise email with a link to the Zoom party with all my favorite people. Mm-hmm. So that was lovely. Um, and then there was a, a, a time for people to say nice things, which was very nice. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was Which really I nice. did not appreciate, no. <laughs> you were actually sort of mushy, which I was like, shut up. I know. I was like, I'm usually not mushy, so here I go. Here you go. Yeah, I was like, you did a pretty good job for someone who doesn't do it all the time. Um, yeah. yeah, so it was so nice. Um, so that was great. So I am now the ripe old age of 47. Good God. Um, oh. And... Um, and let's see. And then um, as of two weeks ago, I became a foster mama to a foster kitty. Uh, we are calling her, uh, at least for now, we're calling her Lois. She looks like a Lois. And um, she's actually quite sweet. But let me tell you the introduction of another cat to the current one dog, one cat situation is um, not for the weak uh, willed or <laughs> um, and, and, and the weak of heart. Uh, Her Grace, my cat, uh, is, uh, is still uh, struggling, shall we say. She's like, who the hell are you and where did you come from? Pretty much, pretty much. Mm-hmm. That seems to be the question that she wakes and goes to sleep with. <laughs> Why are you still here? Why are you still here? I feel like every morning she wakes up with the expectation that somehow the kitty will not be here and goes to bed at night hoping that she will somehow just disappear as quickly as she <laughs> did appear here. So it's all, it's nothing but questions, side eye, and uh, conjecture from my cat. Um, the new kitty is totally chill, though. Like, she's not, like, even having, like, a bad response to her grace's uh, ten- temper tantrums. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, this is a good life. I ain't like, you, you ain't ruined this for me. Right. <laughs> she is very much like, listen, um, I'm clear where I came from. This is way better than where I was, and I ain't trying to mess that up. And you ain't mm-hmm. going, and I'm not going to let mm-hmm. you do it either. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so she's she's chilling. Um, so it's it's interesting. Um, she's really really sweet though. So and the dog, of course, is just thrilled, thrilled. Mm-hmm. You've never seen a happier dog. This he's is, like another one, another one. I get another one. Yeah, he loves kitty cats. Um, and he's just um. Yeah, he's very, very happy about it. So, um, yeah, so, it's like her grace was a little, because um, she's shady with you. Like, she don't want you touching her, like, <laughs> while she sleep. She gives you side eye, like, bats at you, like, stop it. 
epic so, epic side yeah. um yeah and she is her grace is just really a sweet kitty but she definitely has like you know attitude um and you know she just she's she's very much a cat so mm-hmm. i say that in comparison you know when i talk about um her majesty who passed away in uh december her majesty was very much like not a cat in a lot of ways like she was very dog-like in a lot of her ways whereas her grace is more strictly a cat in every way, then because her uh, Majesty liked to be rubbed and touched and yeah, all that. and held mm. and cuddled yeah. and all that. Like she was like always in my lap, you know. Like her Grace likes to be like up next to you, but not up on you. Uh, mm. You know what I mean? So, like she, so it's not that she doesn't want affection, but she doesn't need it. Like all, like you know, on my own terms. Yeah, on her, it's all on her terms. Like she's like I said, she's very much a cat. cat. She's a cat. She's a cat. Now this this new kitty, this foster kitty, Lois, um, she's definitely like kind of like a little bit of the in between, um, and she and part of it is I think she's much more Maine Coon than her Grace is. Her Grace has some Maine Coon in, but like, um, but this Lois kitty, um, she's um, she's definitely um, got some serious Maine Coon action going. So like she's chill with the colonel. She's not too worried, like, especially now that she sees that he's like harmless. Um, she's like real chill with him. And so, yeah, so, but it's only been two weeks. Everyone's still kind of acclimating. So I'm just kind of letting them all, you know, work it out amongst themselves at this point. So, so that's the big new thing that's happening in our house. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, I'm obsessed with, um, the HBO documentary that goes with the book by Michelle McNamara, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. It's um, about the Golden State Killer. And it's so good. Like, I've, you know, like I've been obsessed with Michelle McNamara's work since I heard about it. And so, mm-hmm. since before the Golden State Killer was caught. Um, and it also, did you see in the news they um, he he pled guilty? He did he did a, yeah. he did a plea deal for all of it mm-hmm. um, to avoid the uh, death penalty. Um, yeah. So um, so yeah, so he's never going to see the light of day. Um, Which I'm like, but he's lived his he's life. lived his life. But what do you, mm-hmm. what can you do? Like I mean, it's just yeah. the fact that he's he's caught and he's identified and his name will go down in history as. The, and people have closure. And people have closure. Like so and so the the documentary on HBO is the same title as the book, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. And it's so good because it's uh, all the real interviews. You get to see the faces of the people, the survivors. Um oh. And, you know, and talk about it. And, you know, and I, again, like uh, many of these women are still alive today um, mm-hmm. and have lived their entire lives um, in fear of um, the fact that he was still out there, you know, that he clearly yeah. he wasn't caught. So the fact that there's that level of security, just knowing that he's never going to be out on the streets again. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's late justice, but it is um, it is um, at least justice. Mm-hmm. Um um, that he didn't, um, you know, die before, um, he got to spend a day in jail. So, uh, mm-hmm. in prison. So, um, so that's really good. I've been watching that. And then, um, what else? I think that is it. We talked about Hamilton. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, everything here is other than the cat, um, and the turning a year older, Everything here is status quo. We are self-isolating. We are wearing 
we, meaning me, I am wearing my mask when I am outside because I care about other people. And, um, yeah, we're good. Like, okay. Yeah. Awesome. What say you? Um, so two things. So I guess I'm going to talk about, um, what I've been watching lately, I am on definitely on the late freight with this. Okay. But I am in, did I mention for it, like my Nollywood movies? You have mentioned Nollywood to me, yes. But have I mentioned it on the podcast? I can't remember. No, you haven't mentioned it on the podcast. Explain to the people what Nollywood is. Okay, much like Hollywood and Bollywood, Nollywood is the Nigerian version. Okay. Of the movie business. Um the um i'm obsessed we started like they (laughs) netflix bought a great deal of it like i think it within like the last year Mm -hmm. um but now with all the black focus like it's like kind of put more in the spotlight Mm -hmm. and they're kind of adding it to like the like the main page like because we just watched one movie it was called royal hibiscus hotel obsessed and so then I just started like looking up and there's just literally so many of them. And you can actually so, search Nollywood in Netflix, right? Yes. Yeah. How do they search, spell like, it? With like like Holly but with an N? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Just like Bali with a B. Yep. Okay. Just Yep. And it's so good. I've like I said, I've been obsessed. I finally stopped like last like probably on Tuesday. I just got really busy. I did not have time to sit down and just binge watch them. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, like just some really good shows. Um actors, really cute actors. Um, always good. So much drama. And there's one because I put it on a Facebook page and so someone she married uh like the interior designer that we kind of partnered with, she's married to a Nigerian guy. And so she was like, hey, have you seen 50? And I was like, is that like a series, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, it's a movie and a series. So I was like, <laughs> that's all I needed to hear. Right. So I watched the movie and then I binge watched the series. Okay. So great so just drama black people you know like beautiful nigeria it's 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 awesome so if you have not been into nollywood movies check it out okay on that i'm gonna have to check it out i'm gonna so do you Um, think you said royal hibiscus hotel was your like uh start with that one yeah it's super cute it's super cute so um it's a cute little story so start with that one and then i did after that i did wedding party one and two two was annoying but i still watched it (laughs) Um, but wedding party one was was good i like that one and the actors on the again you know instagram the actors in Wedding Party are actually married. Oh, married. cute. So I was like, that's so cute. So, yeah. So now I'm you know, following a bunch of Nollywood actresses and actors on um, Instagram. Okay. So, yeah. So uh, <laughs> so it's really cute. Check it out. My other thing. Um, so, yeah. So I am transitioning back to Atlanta this weekend. It was supposed to be today, but I'm exhausted. Um, so it will be in the morning. But... I real I was like I don't have a home office, so I am like totally redoing 
like my bedroom to make sure it is a comfortable space mm-hmm. and getting like and getting my work area okay nice my uh, home office together so I've identified like I finally got my desk I'm so mad because I saw this desk like I got some stuff from Wayfair like my chair I got from Wayfair it's really cute but I got like the desk I saw that I really wanted it was at um Target and so I looked up to see where it was they they had everyone was sold out of this particular desk I was like really it is really cute so I guess so um and I found it in one place oh nice in midtown oh and so I love that I they would yeah but they would not let you pick it up so I was like and then when you called to make sure it was there and you know sometimes they tell you like one remaining two remaining so there was like no number right so I was like oh so they should have a few so get there and don't see it at all and I was like really so I had the guy look it up I was very mad because he touched my phone I was like now I have to do something right now (laughs) thanks thanks Uh, (laughs) thanks what do you think this is like who are you February 2nd yeah yeah what are what do you think this is 2019 yeah like (laughs) really just touching people's phone you're stranger like whatever oh my god and so he um you should have seen like my anxiety when he touched my phone. Um, so anyway, um, he was like, Oh yeah, it says there's one here, but if it's not on the floor, then you know, it's not here. So I guess it was a mistake. So I was like, I trekked all the way oh, no. to town, Atlanta. Can't. And so I was like, Yeah, I know. So then next door, like not next door, but like a couple streets over, there's an IKEA. And I was like, Okay, well, let's go look at IKEA since we're over here. Mm-hmm. So go to IKEA. I found like the perfect desk. I found a little perfect little side thing, cheaper than the Target desk. Okay. Then I saw like some little other little tables and little things. I was like, Oh, great. You know how in IKEA you have to like put down the number and yeah. then go around. Then get to the thing, they're all gone. Shut your I mouth. Like, I was like, <laughs> I can't. This is taking my entire day. Right. This is monopolized my entire day. I was supposed to be doing some other stuff. And this is like monopolized my day. But of course, by this time, it's hot, <sighs> hungry. Right. So I'm just annoyed because I was like, we have walked. You know how I kids, you walk the entire oh, thing that. to go all I down. Hate, I, I hate yeah. for that. Did you, did you at least get a meatball? Oh, the cafe. Was, is closed. Girl, get so, out of town. Get yeah, out of so, here. Yeah, so you could get like some frozen meatballs. I was like, I don't want to cook it myself. Say. What? <laughs> if I wanted to make I meatballs, I would. <laughs> right, right. I know how to make meatballs. But I was like, I want to, I was like kind of counting on eating them because I was like, oh yeah, I can get some food and like my shopping. Right, right. So, and get my lingonberry juice. And so what I did do was get the concentrated lingonberry juice and elderberry juice. Hmm. And um, I got, what else, some lingonberry jam, too. So while I was there. But I was like, I'm not buying no meatballs because now I got to go get something to eat. Right. So um, that ain't happening. So I was annoyed. So then, like, later that night, I looked and uh, just out of nowhere... The desk appeared at a uh, the a Target near me. Shut up, a local Target. And I was like, seriously? So I just went on and ordered it, and like had it for pickup. So yeah, I just went there today and picked it up this morning. I was like, you know what? This that's a whole. I lot. was like, yeah, and I was like, oh god, I feel like I'm reliving, like, cause I don't buy a whole lot of furniture and all that. I was like, I'm reliving your. Like experiences with the furniture. I'm praying the Wayfair stuff gets to me. 
unharmed. Wayfair. Uh, I have to say, the only I've ordered lots of things from Wayfair, and the only thing I had trouble with was the stupid door. Um, okay. So, like other stuff that I've gotten from there, you know, like the bar cart is from Wayfair. Um, okay. What else is from Wayfair? There, I've gotten a few things from them, and it's always been. That's why I was so surprised that the door was so much of an issue. Um, okay. Yeah. So you're good. Okay, good. Because oh, my ch- my chair, I'm like obsessed with it. So like the desk is like white. And it has like gold, like um, it looks like a hairpin, like gold um legs. Oh yeah, yeah, I love the hairpin legs. That? Yes. Yeah, and um, the chair is like a navy blue with gold accents. Oh, so, pretty! Mm-hmm. I love navy blue and gold. That's pretty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Good. So I'm like, I was like, I need a workspace that's inspiring. Work has been picking up. I realized that you know I was working. But I wasn't working like I usually was working because oh, I wasn't yeah. doing any showings. I wasn't doing anything. Right. So I look up and I'm like, oh, dude, like I had no closings in um, May or June. That ain't okay. So let's uh, <laughs> like, yep. wrap this up. step it up. Step it up. <laughs> yeah. So I have a couple of closings this month and okay. hopefully in one in August so far. So I was like, all right, we're 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 back on track, semi back on track. So. Nice. Yeah, so I was just like, oh, God, let me, um, yeah, get back to work. So, yeah, that's why I was like, I need to, so, yeah, I've been having, like, showings and stuff, so I was like, I can't be here and do that. It's just too much. I went through three tanks of gas this week, so. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, because every time I talked to you, you were either on your way to or back from Atlanta. I was like, okay, you're doing it. Yeah, and I was like, okay, yeah, I just got to just be back in Atlanta because this is too much because it's only going to, you know, increase, like, keep happening. So I was like, yeah, let me just go back home, settle in. Um, I'm going to miss my babies, but I shall see them soon. You will. One has a birthday coming up soon, so I'll be most likely back for a birthday. Nice. Somebody Mm -hmm. else has a birthday coming up. Mm-hmm. Yes, me. My birthday is this week. It um, is Thursday. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's yeah. right. <laughs> I'm not really thinking about it because that's what they're like. What are you gonna do for your birthday? You're gonna be here for your birthday? Like, no, I'm gonna be in Atlanta. But what are you gonna do? I was like, I have no earthly idea. Mm-hmm. Like, probably nothing. Uh, sleep. I I don't I don't have any plans. I don't, and this isn't like a time for plans. So, right. This isn't the time for plans. So this isn't. I did think about uh, maybe going to the because um, I don't think I I have stuff, but I don't have any like. I do have a couple of things on Thursday. I have a closing on Friday, but I um I was thinking about going to the wineries. They're open, but I was like, I don't know. Yep. It's like you're out in the field. You're separated. You're not close up with anybody. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I know it's just hard to think of what to do when it's all crazy. The world. Um, yeah. Well, you have a package on its way. It should be there tomorrow at your office. Um, my book. Uh, but there's other things in it too, and a card. Ooh, Ooh everything. Just, just little tokens. But I think you'll like them. I like little tokens. Yeah. I like little tokens. Little birthday tokens plus your free book. Thank you for supporting my birthday fundraiser. 
Yes, and my birthday fundraiser. Hello. Yeah, you also skyrocketed past your goal. Yes, because I, you know, I just usually do the two hundred dollars, and within like the couple of weeks, like I usually get the two hundred dollars, so I'm happy. Right. But like, I posted it. I'm sitting eating, and I like was like, oh shoot, this came up. I posted it, and like literally in less than an hour, I had re- reached my goal. So I was like, what? Yeah, me too. I had I I reached my goal super fast this year, and I set it at five hundred. So I was like, oh cool. Yeah, so I just did two again. So right now we're at three, so I have a little bit more time. Nice. Um, yeah, one of the girls, like, again, like, it's always amazing who does it. Like, one of my junior league mentors from way back, she, like, gave, like, $95. <laughs> I was like, oh. Nice. She's like, this is a great cause, and um, I hope we can get to 2000 And I was just like, yay, I know so sweet so yeah so yeah so we both raised funds for be the bridge mm-hmm. which is latasha yeah. morrison's nonprofit uh organization she is a speaker and author and the founder of be the bridge which is a racial reconciliation um nonprofit organization they do workshops um they help organizations both uh faith-based and otherwise um figure out how to have the difficult conversations around race so um um, and the book is um, her, like, you know, kind of her story of how, like, um, the um, the organization came to be and what it is and how it works. So um, so the book is the same title, Be the Bridge, is the book. Um, she also has a podcast. Um, so, yeah. I, can, oh, I didn't know that. I'll start listening to that. Yeah, she has a podcast, which is, uh, it's a little hard to find, but I think it's actually, like, the Be the Bridge podcast. So you have to, like, search it. Um so, yeah, she's doing a whole lot, and it's only in the last, like, I think she started in, like, 2016, and then, um, yeah, she started in 2016, so it's just, you know, it's really, I mean, as far as organizations go, it's very new, um, And um, but she's um, she's been around for, you know, longer than that in terms of her speaking and all of that, so she's, um, she's awesome, um, and she's connected with a lot of good people, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got it. Here we go. Subscribe. Um, so yeah, so like, this has been like a huge part of my life in recent uh, <laughs> weeks. Uh-huh. As you know, like I've been tapped to be um, in my company, one of the regional um, task force people uh-huh. for diverse social equity. And um, so yeah, so my past three weeks have been monopolized by these conversations uh-huh. and just what are we going to do as a group and, you know, in our company? Um, and it's just been a whole lot. And, you know, my CEO is like awesome. Love him. There's like a whole, you know, people talk about my company. It's like, Oh, we drink the Kool-Aid mm. and we do like, we are very much like into like the cult of personality or whatever but not just because of like he's very dynamic or anything mm-hmm. but he like is very sharing in terms of like information to help you grow your business mm-hmm. and be better as a person you know all that kind of stuff well, that's huge so, yeah that's huge and so 
you know, he's and he's very like ahead of the curve when it comes to this kind of trends mm-hmm. in real estate. So there's like a whole saying in our organization, like bet on Gary. Like mm-hmm. we don't know what he's gonna do. Like he's about to do something. Mm-hmm. We don't know how this is gonna work out, but he's done crazy things in the past that no one else has done, and it's worked out. So let's just bet on him. Okay. So yeah. So other companies have you know put out different statements and what I love is like he actually was like it's not enough just to be um not racist like I have to be actively anti-racist amen and he um has lost friends wow he has lost business partners he has received hate mail wow um for taking this strong stance and he recently just kind of had a conversation with just the black associates Mm -hmm. in the company Mm -hmm. um and just like kind of answer some of our questions and you know so yes i was like who does that like a lot of people won't take the time to do that so yeah you know i appreciate that so i'm just like very glad that i've aligned myself with this company um that's always said like you know their values like god first then family then business right so you know so yeah so that is sounds like i went on a you know a business tangent but it just made me think oh, like that's this is all that i've been kind of doing yeah well this will be a great so. yeah this will be a great resource yeah. for you then because um i'm excited yeah, it's really really good so it's exciting to kind of um figure out ways to like you know one support the work and then also how do you incorporate the work into the work you're already doing so um cool awesome okay so let me that was my peeps yes ma'am all right guys thank you so much for listening and tuning in appreciate it appreciate it appreciate it appreciate your patience with us uh all those yeah Yeah, you you really you really are something. You are something. Something else. (laughs) Something else. (laughs) All right. Bye girl. Bye. Wait, Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait, tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at waittellmepod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at waittellmeeverything at gmail.com.